So let us pray together. God, we thank you for your word, which is life and full of hope. Shine your spirit into our hearts that we might have understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. God is waiting for us. Jesus said, there will be signs of what is to come for all to see. At times it seems easier to see signs of disaster, but can we see signs of hope? Amid the pandemic, climate crisis and global terror, can we find hope? Jesus pointed to signs in creation as signs of the long-term hope of a future reimagined and coming to be present with us now. Until Christ comes, until the earth is completely transfigured, renewed in the glory of God's Spirit, there will be troubles along the way. But the truth is that the kingdom of God is coming closer, is being born, with all the blood and pain that new birth includes. We live in the in-between times, in a sense, between the start of the kingdom and its consumption, its fullness, its completion. Creation begins in goodness. Christ came in the fullness of love. The Spirit comes in creative remaking power, making all things new, beginning with us. And yet before it's all complete, there may certainly be pains and troubles, but we are not left as people without hope. On the contrary, hope is what keeps us going. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfil the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And to carry on paraphrasing from Jeremiah 33, salvation and safety are coming is essentially what the prophet is saying. Righteousness is coming too. Summed up in the name of this new earth and new heaven, the Lord is our righteousness. I wonder, can you feel hope stirring when you hear the Lord say, a day is coming when such things will happen. When things are put right, when migrants no longer drown in the sea, fleeing in the hope of a better life elsewhere. When MPs can hold public surgeries without fear of attack. When nations will live at peace. When women and men, girls and boys will feel safe in their own homes. When wives will not fear their husbands. When all children will be loved by their parents. When women and girls can walk safely on our streets. When differences can be settled peacefully. When, when, well you can add your own longing. I had the privilege last week to spend a few days on the island of Iona. It was a pilgrimage by public transport and was a time of healing and refreshing for both body and soul. Though it takes a long time to get to Iona by public transport, it was undoubtedly an easier journey than the one St Columba made in 563. George MacLeod was right to describe it as a thin place where the difference between the material and the spiritual is tissue paper thin. I'd taken a few books with me and one of them spoke into the message of Advent. The book is God and Empire, Jesus Against Rome Then and Now 
by the theologian John Dominic Crossan. And in it he says this, It's not that we are waiting for God, but that God is waiting for us. The second coming of Christ is what will happen when we Christians finally accept that the the first coming was the only coming and start to cooperate with its divine presence. Well, along with other theologians, this view of the second coming of Christ is all to do with the unfolding mystery of the body of Christ and its ongoing creation in the world. We are unfinished creatures who are in the process of being created. Our world is in the process of being created. Our church is being created. Christ is being formed in us, in love, through love and by love. This is exactly what act, why we actively wait for this and what has already happened. God coming to us to be with us in Jesus of Nazareth, which somehow makes God easier to love because we can relate to God on a human level. We have to evolve into this way of thinking and being and that's why the good news is an ongoing process of grace within. Jesus said, be on guard, be alert at all times, lest you be trapped into thinking otherwise and giving up the ghost. But Jesus promised that a day would come when people would see the Son of Man coming on on or in a cloud just as he would ascend away from them in a cloud at the ascension, just as the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob would appear to Moses in a cloud and lead his people in a cloud from captivity into freedom, so they will see him. After the signs in the skies and the roaring of the seas, then they will see him. After the shaking of the heavens and the torment on the earth, then they will see him and they will know that God's kingdom is near. He who said that this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place anticipated the coming as a soon-to-come reality in the lifetime of those who heard him speak. And yes, in a sense, they would see the Spirit's greatest work in the resurrection from the dead of Christ. And they would see the Spirit's coming to all who believed. And they would know that the Son of Man and God's kingdom was a clear and present reality, heaven on earth now, renewing all of creation. Like the fig tree whose leaves emerge after the death of winter, bursting into resurrected life. The second coming is not the return of Jesus on a white stallion with a sword of violence and destruction in his mouth to strike down the nations. The book of Revelation doesn't help us here in our theology. The great apocalypse that John of Patmos envisaged has not turned out as he might have imagined it would do in his lifetime. The end of time, whatever that means, and none of us can say with any certainty, will not come about with divine violence. And we have to agree with John that the new heaven and the new earth will come about 
and result in God dwelling with people in a gloriously transfigured, transformed new world. And this will come about when all people are involved in what John Dominic Crossan has called God's great cosmic cleanup. And when that has happened, we will know that the second coming of Christ will be complete. In the words of Charles Wesley, the song of which we'll sing later on, Saviour, take the power and glory, claim the kingdom for your own. Oh, come quickly, oh, come quickly, hallelujah, come, Lord, come. Active waiting calls on us to work with Christ in the coming of the kingdom. As we wait, empowered by the Spirit, let us live as the transfigured and transformed people we are yet to be and are becoming. And let's remember too that God is waiting for us. Let's pray. God, as we wait, help us to be active in our waiting, to work for the kingdom that you began in Christ Jesus until all things are complete, to your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen.